I used to go to daily mass in Los Angeles, and then uh, when I had a nice shift, started around 11 o'clock in the morning. I loved that shift. I'd go to mass at um, 8 a.m., and then we a lot of times we'd go out to eat at the a local um, coffee shop called um, Pans. Anybody heard of that besides me? Anybody ever eaten at Pans? No. Okay. Well, the, LA used to have all these really funky and sometimes kitschy coffee shops that, that are often were often in movies and that sort of thing, and they were, I don't know, any other part of the world that has so many of these all unusual designs, and all but a few are gone now. The one I used to eat has now become quite famous. It's been in many movies. You wouldn't know, they, you wouldn't know it because you don't see the sign that was put up. It's one of the few survivors. And we'd sit there at the counter and have breakfast, and I'd talk with some friends that I knew there. And uh, so... And this reading reminded me of that because uh, this week I set up my own kind of restaurant in the house. It was an ant restaurant. <laughs> you know the kind, one of those ant baits? I had an ant invasion. You know what they say? Ants check in, but they don't check out. <laughs> Francis of Assisi, I am not. But anyway, I've learned over the years, you know, you let them go and Anyway, it seems to be a losing battle, but I, I keep trying. So, but what surprises me, you know, it, I, every time I see this, it, it's amazing to me that after, I mean, I came home, I, I put these out on Thursday and went to Eugene for a meeting with priests. I came back late in the afternoon and there was a trail of ants about an inch thick and a yard wide going to both ant baits. It, talk about creepy, but I let them go. And Inside of these traps are all these dead ants. And you'd think, if, if I went to Pan's for, for breakfast and everybody at the counter was dead, I certainly wouldn't let the waitress serve me food. But these ants don't care that, they don't care that all those ants have died in there. They're just, they're out to get that, that sweet stuff and take it back. And our Lord is saying right here, he said, don't, don't be, come unaware of what's going on around us. That don't become drowsy. In other words, keep your wits about you. I'm going to be coming, not just at the end of time and the end of our lives, but he comes regularly both to test us and enlighten us, give us opportunities to grow in grace, people to serve, things to suffer, and all, all of it we recognize God. If we're not drowsy, carousing and drunkenness, that doesn't mean we can't go to a Christmas party, but there are limits, aren't there? Well, some of you have already exceeded the limits, I can see. <laughs> if shoe fits wear it, that's all I can say. Um, and especially, you know, at this time of year, the anxieties of daily living crowding out the Lord. And it's so funny. Advent is supposed to be a preparation for the Lord, and I can speak for myself and other priests. It's very hard to get more in to uh, follow the Lord. We have a lot of penance services and it takes up a lot of time. It's a work of love, you know, but it takes a lot of time. People start to pass away in this season. You never know what's going to happen with us. But we can take the Lord along. Don't just be caught up with the anxiety of life. Life is going to end. Uh, all these things are temporal and temporary. Where's the Lord while I'm standing in line, caught in traffic, trying to figure out what to give somebody, cleaning the house, grieving over, over deceased loved ones? I'm kind of in that boat this year, one year since my sister died, my last one. And so we, we can take the Lord with us. As we continue our journey, some of you may be lonely, uh, don't have too many people coming over. Um, it depends on what stage of life we're in. And yet, 
and no matter how much suffering we may be going through in our family or separated or can't get home for Christmas, how often I heard that at the airline for one reason or another, you know, weather incidents like Thanksgiving for many people this year, you can't get home. But again, that's a sign. None of us are home. Christmas is in heaven, you know. That's where that's the real Christmas, and it never ends. And Christ gives us all the presents, you know. The present we give him is our life. What did you do with your life? You know, did I just spend it on myself, caught up with anxiety when Christ had everything in his hands? We, we, we think we have to do it all. Just give him your two cents and let him do the rest. You know, um, so our Lord at the beginning of Advent tells us, don't just sleep, uh, you know, run around, uh, go to excess with food and drink and be too anxious that you leave no room for me. That's why we have the books in the back, very simple reading, different author every day. That's the kind of book I like. Not one author, you might not like him and out goes the book. So that's on the back left when you go out and uh, we have a wonderful, wonderful mission. Sister will talk just a minute or two after, after communion about that and many other things that we can do that don't take a lot of time praying as we get in the car and going out remembering the Lord in the midst of our of our busy four weeks what do you want me to do Lord where am I going to find you in the midst of it all bell ringers and everybody needs something and who am I doing all of this for anyway and our Lord also tells us you can see clearly this is not just the end of our lives, but he's also talking about the end of the world. There are quite a few readings in the Gospels and the Old Testament about the end of the world. We live in a unique period of human history in which we know how these things could happen. We understand asteroids for the first time in human history. We understand we now have the weapons to destroy the earth ourselves. So whether it is we ourselves that do this or our Lord that puts an end to it with something from the heavens, it's going to come like that, and it's not meant to be depressing at all. All eyes will see him at that moment. We are expecting him, whether it's us or the world. Some people will look at, at our Lord coming with fear, because they didn't live a life, they'll see him only as a judge. Oh my gosh, it's you. I, you know, I, I, did, I blew it. I didn't do it. Here comes the Lord. He's coming to judge me. And they get afraid and they run away because they didn't know him as a God of mercy that he is. Others see him and welcome him that we are glad to see him. Thank you, Lord, for that I'm ready to see you. And it's the same Jesus, but there'll be different sets of eyes coming. The drowsy, the ones that bent their life just in, in escapism and doing nothing for anyone but themselves, caught up in anxiety and not understanding the meaning of life, and then those that, that are prepared or in the middle, we're trying our best, you know. It's not just neither or. But he will catch us by surprise. And the goal is heaven. After our tribulations that are imminent, if Advent is in four weeks of tribulations that are imminent, I don't know what is. But there's always some trouble coming for us, isn't there? Life is one thing after the other. In the midst of the cruises of life, we have a boat that's going down somewhere. But if we follow the Lord, we'll have the grace to stand with dignity before the Son of Man. He gives us that dignity, not ourselves. And so our Lord then gives us a lot of really good advice for Advent. Keep our eyes on heaven, the goal of our labors. Keep our eyes on him as we go through life. Let him in at Advent on some level, in some way, God will speak to each heart here. What does God wish me to do in Advent? Maybe just unite our sufferings with him or our busyness or some 
good work we're going to do like the tree was for so many of you. That was a good Advent sacrifice. What else does God want me to do so that we can be vigilant at all times and pray that we will have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand with confidence before the Son of Man. Amen.